Ineffably Yours, Part 1 by Secondhand News, read by Almond Cream Tea. Chapter 3, Penny Royalty. Saturday evening, August 2018, the evening of the day Armageddon failed. Aziraphale had visited many of Crowley's residences throughout the years, the modest house in Pompeii that was nestled conveniently between a wine merchant and a bathhouse, the condo just a stone's throw from Venice Beach, the Brixton flat in the 80s, but since Curly had moved to the more central apartment in London a couple years previously, he hasn't had the chance to drop by for tea and biscuits, or the regular bickering that was their usual routine. It was sparse, stylish, and he'd wager the air was purer here than any other spot in London. The air, of course, was down to the houseplants, who were visibly quivering as Curly approached them, Sainsbury Mister in hand, ready for an inspection that was quite overdue. The demon's borderline toxic relationship with plants had always amused the angel who had watched his interest in greenery become ever more potent over the years. How many of their work trips had included a diversion to a nearby botanical garden, he wondered. Still, even if the plants weren't his own passion, he still admired them, and Crowley's collection was certainly something to admire. Lush green palms and delicate orchids were dotted throughout the apartment, tumbling succulents appeared to drip from shelves, and cacti proudly displayed ominous spines in the hundreds. Hmm. A low growl rumbled from the demon's throat as he stalked through the rows of plants, misting here and there, tutting loudly at the droopy bloom, adjusting drip feeders. He could have tinkered with the plants for hours, and might have done just that if Aziraphale hadn't spread his arms wide and beamed brightly. Love what you've done with the place. Urban jungle, I think they call it. As long as they're behaving. He turned to glare at a small kentia pond that had dared to produce a yellow leaf, and then paced back to the living room and gestured for his ear fail to take a seat. Tea. The angel smiled, perching on the edge of the sprawling L-shaped leather sofa. Tea would be lovely. Crowley pottered in the kitchen, brewing tea and blowing into two cups that he sat down neatly on the black granite breakfast bar. He rummaged in the cupboards for anything resembling a biscuit and located a half-empty packet of bourbons in a repurposed M&S shortbread tin in the shape of a Scottish terrier. Rose, he said, nodding at the tea as he set down the steaming pot on the coffee table along with the cups and the biscuit tin. Always reminds me of Morocco, Zirafel finished, a tight smile on his face. Goes terribly with bourbons, of course, but desperate times. Curly pulled down one crisp bourbon biscuit from the tin and sank back down into the sofa's soft cushions, exhaling as heavily as if the weight of the world had been on his shoulders, which, incidentally, it had been. So, that went rather well, all told. Oh, absolutely. 100% to plan. The outcome was what we planned, at least. It was just the, uh, journey that was a little rocky. If that doesn't sum us up, eh, Angel? Aziraphale raised his eyebrows, murmuring his agreement through a deep sip of tea. He nibbled on a biscuit, looking around the cool living room for any hint of Crowley in the decor. Aside from the plants and the choice statue he could barely look in the direction of for fear of the inevitable ensuing dithering, there was very little in the apartment by way of personal touches. He thought he'd spotted a small bookcase tucked against the wall between the sofa and the kitchen, and made a mental note to scan the shelves later on, perhaps when the demon was asleep. It was a habit he picked up from humans, and something Aziraphale rarely indulged in himself, preferring to recharge his proverbial batteries with a good book and an even better wine or cocoa if the weather called for it. Do you think things will be okay now? Aziraphale asked, reaching forward to pour a second cup of tea. The heady, warm scent of rose brought back snatches of memories swirling to the surface. 
Sand dunes, tangled sheets, whispered words over dinner, voices hushed and fingers sticky with honey. Hard to say, Crowley shrugged, inhaling a second biscuit in two big bites. There's always something, isn't there? Yes, well, this was the thing, wasn't it? What do you suppose we would be doing right now if things had happened as they were meant to? Well, you would be up there reunited with your flaming sword, and I'd be down there getting acquainted with some overblown axe or warhammer, or something equally befitting a demon. Aziraphale winced, though whether it was at the thought of the two of them facing off, or of yet another reminder of his missing sword, Crowley was unsure. I wouldn't have done it, you know. I wouldn't have hurt you. I would have done admin. Tossing his glasses onto the coffee table, Crowley rested his right ankle across the opposite knee and studied Aziraphale's face, finding a resolute determination there. You would have, Angel. You would have if they have done to you what they did to me all those years ago. Doesn't seem very fair, does it? Follow authority without question or get cast out forever? Crowley cocked a dark eyebrow and pursed his lips. You're finally getting it, are you? Not as big on forgiveness as they'd like to pretend you're a lot. They're not my lot, Aziraphale said, the words escaping his lips before he realized what he was saying. Funny, he thought, how often you don't know how you truly feel until the words slip out unplanned. Crowley, I know I've asked you this before, but, but what happened to you? When you fell, I mean. You've never told me, even after all these years. Aziraphale knew he shouldn't have asked, knew it was overstepping the few carefully laid boundaries that had remained between the two of them, but the question he had asked so many times before hung in the air all the same. Deep down, he knew Crowley wouldn't answer. He never did, but it was worth a try. Emboldened by the day's success, perhaps. The demon let out a little sigh, threw one hand loosely in the air. Oh, come on, Angel, we've just saved the world. Can't we just have a night off from all this? Can't we just drink too much wine, do something fun? When was the last time we had fun just for the sake of it? Wine, Aziraphale concurred, nodding sagely, taking the hint to drop the difficult questions. He looked at the demon, his eyes hopeful. And then sushi? And then sushi.